We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more with your host, myself, Uncle Frank, and our very own Tom Mungia. Kid Gristle is out of the office this week, hanging out with baby chickens at his cousin's farm somewhere in Oklahoma with his family. Hey, shout out to Kid Gristle. Hope you're having a great time out there. Uh, So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. And now, here's Tom to fill you in on what's going down. He's got some leprechaun stats and our Name That Tom contest update. Tom. Yeah, so I wanted to fill everybody in on the plan for the for the nickname. We've gotten some really good suggestions, some great ones, and some that I'm kind of worried that might actually win. But when we decided to do it, everybody, it's March Madness. Everybody's got a bracket. They're doing a bracket for this, a bracket for that. We decided we'd get in on the fun, and we're going to do a bracket. So as this is coming out tonight, it's Friday, we're going to release a bracket. We're going to show you the eight finalists that we have. And every couple of days on Twitter, we're going to release where everyone can vote. So this is going to be an actual contest, an actual bracket matchup. The winner moves on. And finally, uh, we're going to have the show right before the final four in April. We're going to have the final two. And people are going to vote. And the winner, that's going to be my new nickname for the show. And uh, I'm hoping y'all help me out and get me a good uh, <laughs> nickname. <laughs> so everybody be on the lookout. Like I said, as this show is coming out, it's Friday. You're going to see the bracket, the full list of the eight names, but in every couple of days, you're going to get to vote, and the winner moves on, just like the March Madness. And just also, like um, the March Madness. Yeah, everybody's doing it. I did. I filled out a Kiss bracket, favorite Kiss album today. Oh, okay. Sent okay. It in. Yeah, man, it's fun. It's great. You know, everybody has fun filling out these brackets. Sure, so we figured sure. we'd get in on it and let everybody uh, join and participate in what we've got going on. And like, and don't forget, the winner's going to get that cool hoodie that uh, Carlos is working on. So, oh it's yeah, be awesome. and some stickers. And We're some ordering stickers. more stickers. There you go. They're going to say yeah. podcast this time. Yes, they are. <laughs> Even if I have to write them again, they will say podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of doing a sponsor of the day, we're going to do – since we're recording, it's Wednesday. It's March 17th. It's St. Patrick's Day. So we're going to do some uh, fun leprechaun facts that I was looking up today. Of course, everybody knows there, uh, a leprechaun is a sprite, a pygmy. It's a fairy, they say, of diminutive size who always carries a purse containing a shilling. So we read about – we read all these books, the Charles Dickens books growing up. So I'm sorry. How much is a shilling? Well, come to my surprise, a shilling is actually $20. Whoa. Yes. So then you've also heard the term where they use the term a pound. A pound is 20 shillings. That's $400. Oh, crap. So that, I mean, when Charles Dickens was talking, he was talking about some big bucks back in the day. Yeah. No wonder Ebenezer Scrooge didn't want to give up no shillings. Oh, kidding. (laughs) But of course, we always picture them in the green. Well, prior to the 20th century, it was generally held that a leprechaun wore red. Hmm. So it was the opposite. Remember we gave the Santa Claus facts? Yeah. And yeah. he wore green and then switched to red. Well, leprechauns 
or red, switch to green. And well, I, mean, I didn't know that. Carrying around done. all that money, it there probably was around Christmas time. I mean, <laughs> man, 400 bucks? There you for... go. And what I did know, we, we think of them being small, these tiny little. Uh, officially, a leprechaun is about three foot high. Okay, okay. Three yeah. foot high. He's dressed in a little red jacket, or they called it a roundabout with the red bridges. Which, you know, and I see, I was looking at all these pictures. They, you know, they're they're small. They got the beard, the mustache. They think they know it all. They got these crazy movie opinions. Where is Frank to, uh, Shane today, as a matter of fact? Frank? Oh! They like the frolic in the woods? Yes. Oh, you know what? Yes, that is Shane. I'm just saying. It's, 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 it's St. Patrick's that? Day. Shane's not yes. here. Where oh, is Shane he's out, today? He's out causing, wreaking havoc somewhere. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying around his... Uh, he's a big fan of the other leprechaun, Tom Cruise. Oh. We're, I'm starting to put these two and two together. So we're... we're... <laughs> Shane. Where one, you more, at, <laughs> one more interesting thing I found out about leprechauns. Now, have I ever told you about my Viking heritage? Mm-mm. Yeah, so uh, you know you're waiting in line at Walgreens or CVS, get a prescription filled, and you see those boxes saying like test your DNA. Oh my god! So finally, I did it, and it was a big deal with my family. We're all waiting to see the results. Seven percent of my DNA comes from it's called uh, an area of the world called Finnoscandia. This is Norway, Iceland, Sweden. I am part Viking. I don't know about that. Yeah, I maybe, guess I'm, maybe I'm officially getting. I'm going to get one of those helmets with the horns on it. Oh, uh, I can I can now root for the Vikings when they're doing good in Minnesota. So <laughs> you know, ten percent. I'm seven percent. You know, the seven percent times that they're doing great, I'm officially going to be a fan of the Minnesota Vikings. But here's how it relates to leprechauns. <laughs> leprechauns <laughs> tend to avoid humans because, according to one very old legend, one of these kindly and magical fellows was tricked by the Vikings into revealing where their secret treasure was. Hmm. Now, that if that's uh, somebody tricking a leprechaun, if that's not a Mungia move, <laughs> I never heard of one. <laughs> so this treasure was hidden in a really beautiful garden that was protected by a magic spell. Only leprechauns could enter this magical garden, and their green clothing allowed them to enter unharmed. The legend says that a Viking, probably a Mungia like me, mm-hmm. who had been rescued when his ship was destroyed, became friends with the leprechaun. The Viking played a trick on the leprechaun, we'll call him Shane, by pretending to be <laughs> ill. The leprechaun was kind and took the Viking to his house to recover. He told the Viking stories about the magical garden where the treasure was hidden underneath unusually large four-leaf clovers. The Viking made a plan to get into the garden. His friends helped, and they managed to steal the hidden treasure. And this is why leprechauns now avoid humans and distrust them. This sounds like the entire Avengers series. Uh, uh, yeah, that's I mean, my story. If my it, story if is it, fantastical. Oh, my goodness. I mean, because you have these people looking for the Infinity Stones. Yes. And, you know, you have uh, Thor, which is, you know, the Norse Norse god thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, dude, this, this is crazy. And then you have, uh, what's his, his banner when he's not the Hulk? You know, he's, green? A, he's a little guy, yes, and he's green. green. I mean, man, all the puzzle pieces are fitting it's all, together. It's all, I don't it's know. A, it's a small world we live in. 
It really is. And <laughs> and I guess maybe my mind is so set on that is because I've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like I had never watched this show, didn't pay any attention to it whatsoever. And we were looking for something to watch the other day. And lo and behold, I was like, you know what? Let's let's watch this three episodes in. And I'm staying up late to watch this thing and yep. and the time change hit too so it, it the clock says 11 but my body says it's 10 so it's like oh one more show what could it hurt Mm-mm. so it's bad, good bad I, oh yeah it is it, it's really good i like it and, and i'm not really one to uh go out and like find new shows just for the right. sake of watching a show um i'm sure it helps too that i'm not watching it with commercials uh, I could not imagine watching this on regular TV where I had to sit through commercials because it would be an hour and a half long, I'm sure. I've been watching the other one uh, with the witch, uh, Scar- not Scarlet, uh, Wanda. Wanda oh, WandaVision. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I'm like on episode eight. I've got really? like two more left. Man, it's a really good show. Oh, man. I don't know why. I See, and, and I'm not going out of my way to watch that. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I didn't. Oh, man. You know, Game of Thrones? Just, yeah, it's just not one of those. Like, I'm Folks, not, you might have just heard the, this might be the last episode you ever hear. Of the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, I, 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 I've never watched an episode. Oh, man, you're all. missing it. I've read the uh, uh, entire uh, book series about five times. Really? Those are big books. Oh, wow. I'll tell you a funny thing. That was, you, you brought it up. And, and the Grammys were just on the other night, right? And they always show the in memoriam where they show all the people who passed away. Mm-hmm. But we're such big fans, me and my wife. We go to the Game of Thrones concerts when they come to town. It's a gigantic symphony. They put on this gigantic <laughs> spectacle. Yes. I mean, it's awesome. Just visually, the things they do. But at the end of every concert... Game of Thrones was very famous for killing off everybody. They would show like a whole Spoiler list. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, maybe I was going to watch it and then you're all hyped up about it. And now you tell me everybody dies. I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. Thanks a lot, but, Tom. But they always die like in a shocking way. Like you're just totally like you never expect it the way they die. But at the end of these concerts, they have like this thing called In Memoriam. And they show like a very sad thing. And they show all the characters of, of who died and, you know, and how they died. And, and the audience, of course, they cheer for their favorites. That they love, and of course the villains, they start booing as they show them on the on the screen, you know. Dang. And it's 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 really hilarious the way they do it because they try to play it real emotional and sad, but the sure. fans, you know, they're getting involved in booing and cheering. It, it's it's great. It, it just to see them the the spectacle that they put on for this concert. Oh man, it's it's worth it. I thought you were still talking about the Grammys where they're booing people that have passed away. Oh, like, no, that no, is no. terrible. How about would they do that? But you're talking about this concert. Okay. Yes, that makes more sense. Talking about the Game sense. of Thrones concert. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so since this week is uh, spring break, and with spring break, we've only got a couple more weeks until summertime hits, you know. You're either taking a break from college or, you know, out of school, whatever. Uh, Tom and I were talking about getting that beach body prep work in now. Limited time. Yeah, limited time until, you know, if, if you're one of those people that, you know, wants to take their shirt off by the pool or, you know, you want to wear those little shorts by the pool, got to have those legs ready. You know, you got to have, 
got to have the, the the muscles ready to go. Um, and so we're going to talk about that. I've been doing uh, a, a few more things here and there. And, you know, Tom is always on on top of his game. He's always making sure that his physique is just right, making sure that his food is right, when to eat, what to eat, where to eat it. Uh, you know, so we're going to we're going to jump into that. Uh, this was so much fun, though, talking about these uh, <laughs> talking about Game of Thrones and now how this is going to be Tom's last show because I've never watched <laughs> Game of Thrones. Man, um, that uh, I was I almost fell out of my chair. I was, oh, yeah, this guy's going to quit on me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, anyway, that would be a Game of Thrones twist. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! For anybody that watched Game of Thrones out there, throw us a comment on this one and tell me if there's a particular uh, character from the show that would do what Tom just did to me and like, hey, I might quit because you don't watch. It's just like Shane. He's like, I'm gonna quit because you haven't watched uh, Clay Pigeons or whatever that movie was. The six movies that he's always trying to push on to me. I had to take a drink. I was starting to get a little, getting a little parched there, man. Um, yeah, so uh, jump into it, Tom, man. Let us know. What, what is it that you're doing? Are you doing anything extra special now that summertime is coming in? Because we all know, you know, you've got your Monday motivation. You're in the gym when you're not at work. You're making sure that you're eating clean. Uh, you know, if I'm sure folks have seen you on Twitter and, and all your other social media posts, you know, you got the shoulders, you got the the arms. I mean, that Rambo picture that you posted the other day, I was like, oh, my God, this guy looks like he's really going to stab this lady. Uh, she was she was uh, was from someone from uh, Scooby-Doo, right? Yeah, Daphne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, poor Daphne's being held hostage by Rambo. <laughs> like, how did that mashup happen? But uh, yeah, you know, uh, for everybody out there, we have 11 weeks. Well, it's not quite 11 weeks, about 10 and a half weeks until Memorial Day, which I can't believe it's that close already. And a lot of people look at that as the official start of bikini season, right? For those people that do like to be in shape, like you said, for the summertime and, you know, you go into the beach. Hopefully we can go to the beach this year, right? We didn't get to go last year. People can get back on vacation, get to wearing their bro glow, you know, lathering right. it on. Right. We got all these unused bottles of bro glow sitting in the cabinet. Well, hopefully this year we can use them. And That's it's right. And it's uh, coincidentally, we're bringing up this topic. You brought up my routine. I've actually changed my routine. Oh, than okay. what I've talked about here on the show. Um, I, everybody knows me or that asked me. I'm a big proponent of the intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. which for me was I would stop eating it. Uh, eight o'clock in the evening and then I wouldn't eat till noon the next day that's a 16 hour fast they call that a 16 8 intermittent fasting well the for me was a problem was I was getting too skinny right mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like a problem for something but for me you know when you're working out and you're trying to put on muscle size I was getting too skinny I was getting too small so I said you know what I need to change things up you know sometimes things you you have to go through a phase where you change things up, you know. So what I did, I went I went ahead and lowered the 16 to 14. So now I oh. do what's called a 14:10. So now I stop eating at 10 o'clock at night, mm. which basically all that means is I still eat a meal at eight. Then at 10 o'clock, I eat a I take a protein shake. 
and then uh, I eat again at noon the next day. So that gives me a 1410. Plus, now I've added an extra meal. So I'm trying to get my okay, amount of protein. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get my protein. And I'm seeing results. You know, you start to put on a little bit of size, little by little, you put on a little bit more size. So hopefully when summertime comes, I'll be getting to where I want to be. And plus, you know, you don't just when you add a meal, you don't just go to Whataburger and get a, you know, number well, two. Yeah. Right. Mean, you you, you got to be sensible. But yeah. it's not going <laughs> to. Exactly. You ain't going to get. You're you going to get. You're exactly. You're right. You results can. of that. Right. You're going to get bigger, but not the kind of big you want to be. So, you know, like I said, even when things are working, sometimes you got to change. And like we're talking about my intermittent fasting schedule. We've talked to Carlos. If anybody saw the interview with Carlos, Carlos only does 12 hours and he's getting all the results he yeah. wants. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. body responds differently to what they're doing. And you just have to give yourself, you know, enough time to see how your body's responding. You might get frustrated if you're doing 12. And you say, oh, this is not working. I got to go up to 16. Well, stay at 12 for a couple of weeks because your body has to figure out what you're doing and how you're feeding it so it can adjust itself. And who knows, that 12 might end up being the perfect number for you. You can always go up. You can always go down. It doesn't matter. You're not locked into a certain number. Just start somewhere, but give yourself time to get the results you're looking for. Um, did, I thought you were going to say something about that. No, no. We were, oh, okay. you were, uh, we were yeah. running into like some weird glitches there for a second, man. A um, couple of the words came across a little uh, glitchy, but it's all good, man. Too excited. It, you know, <laughs> you were. That's always like, I was like, ooh, goose drama. Take it down, take it down. <laughs> I don't know if your excitement was causing interference with the Wi-Fi and, you know, it's just, man, you're going, you're just like getting into it. I saw you you're getting ready to just like hope, you holding your shirt sweating. off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. Like, we were talking about how I, that's how I, I talk so loud. I get all animated. I used to practice, you know, my wrestling, you know, my wrestling interviews when I was a little kid standing in front of the mirror yelling at myself, you know what I was going to do, the Rock and Roll Express or Hulk Hogan. I was going to get him next time he was in town. So, yes. So I get a little (laughs) bit animated. And speaking of animated, a very important aspect to all of this between, especially with your workouts and doing cardio, is is the music you choose, right? Sometimes, you know, I go in, I've actually, there's times, believe it or not, I've actually listened to opera. I'm just, it depends on what type of mood you're feeling, what kind of vibe you're into. And for me, you know, I, I go from opera to metal to reggaeton music to Spanish music to country music. It, you know, whatever vibe you're feeling that day, I suggest having a playlist already in your phone that you can choose. And speaking of playlist, I put that playlist on, on Twitter because last week we were talking about Fast and the Furious and I talked about how much great music they have. I put a playlist that I've been working out to all week of nothing but Fast and Furious music. Because I've been in that kind of vibe and it's just gotten me hyped. So, you know, whatever you want to do and also for your cardio, a good thing to do that people, it kind of surprises me that they don't do. You're stuck on the treadmill. It gets boring. It's monotonous. You're just sitting there and you'll catch yourself just looking at the clock ticking down and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting for the 30 minutes to go by. Make you a playlist on YouTube of music videos. So that you're watching the music videos instead of the time. It takes your mind off of what you're doing. You know, it takes your 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 mind off of all the monotony. Hey, I don't like doing cardio just like everybody else does it, but I find a way <laughs> to take my mind off of the 
the suffering, you know, basically what you're doing by engaging in something else. So I go and I, I find all the new music videos, the new movie trailers. Man, <laughs> ask my family how many times they hear this King Kong versus Godzilla movie trailer blasting throughout the house while I'm doing cardio. Oh my goodness. So that's the whole trick to everything. You know, it's the stuff we don't like to do. Put your mind onto doing something else, you know, distract yourself from the from what you're not liking to do, which is being on the car. You know, for me, it's an elliptical machine or the treadmill. And you put your mind on the things that you do enjoy and that you do like watching and you do like listening to. Um, One of the best uh, biggest questions I always get asked, too, is about uh, cardio, like how much, you know, how much am I supposed to do? How hard am I supposed to do it? I don't like to use the term cardio, actually, although most people uh, understand what you're saying. I like to use the term fat burning, right? Because I'm trying to burn the fat. That's what we're all trying to do. But cardio is more of a cardiovascular strengthening. You're strengthening your heart muscle to be more cardiovascularly fit, which is a uh, higher intensity than what I do. Because if you start getting too high, uh, high intensity, your body will respond by saving that fat and burning muscle for fuel, which we don't want to do that, right? We worked hard for the muscle we have. We want to keep as much of that and burn as much fat as we can. So the trick to doing that is there's a formula, and it's very simple. It's you take the number 220, you subtract your age. So I'm 49. So 220 minus 49 will give me a number of 171. The proper fat burning percentage that you want to be of that 171 is anywhere between 65% and 75%. So what's a good number in between? 70%. So I take that 171, I take 70% of that, and my proper fat burning heart rate is 119.7, which is 120. So that's what I do. too much math. No, no, no. How much do I got to sweat before (laughs) I get there? It's simple. Once you figure it out, once you know your number, that's it. For me, my magic number is 120. And I keep that at 30 minutes or 40 minutes, depending on how I'm feeling, how much time I have during the day. And I try to go no higher, no less. If you were doing it for cardiovascular reasons, you'd want to be like uh, 80, at least 80% and above, which would give you a higher uh, heart rate. But like I said, you now you're getting into the danger of burning your muscle, which we don't want to do. You know, we sit there, work, which I don't want to do. There might be some people that don't care. You know, they for health reasons, maybe they do need to work on their cardiovascular, you know, mm-hmm. uh, exercises. Which you know, there's no law that says you can't do, you know, switch it up during the week. You know, there's no laws to any of this stuff. You have to do what's working best for you. But the whole point of the thing is, it's all trial and error and finding what works best for you. There's no law that says you have to do a treadmill over an elliptical machine, inside or outside, you know, jumping, whatever. You know, some people like to do those uh, up-downs, you know. Uh, what it, uh, Your only concern needs to be at having your heart rate at a the certain number that you need to have it at for the certain amount of time. How you're doing it, it doesn't matter. When I was in a quarantine, <laughs> I was outside on the balcony at the hotel doing jumping jacks. Do you know how hard it is to do jumping jacks for 40 minutes? Are you serious? I, you did jumping jacks for 40 jumping minutes. Jumping jacks like a maniac. <clears throat> yes. 
How many jumping jacks I did you do know. in 40 minutes? I don't Holy know. I, I didn't count. Moly. That but is I'm going to tell you something amazing. crazier. I don't think I, I could wasn't do, the I, only I, one. I could, there's no way. There were there's people because no uh, where we were at is it was like downtown and midtown. And, you know, so there's all these different condos. I'm not the only one out there on the balcony doing that. There were people doing those up downs, uh, push ups, you know, because at that time back in April, you know, Corona was really hitting big and everybody was afraid nobody would go anywhere. So you would see like practically all of the people on their balconies everywhere doing some form of exercising. So I really didn't feel that silly because I wasn't the only one. Okay. Okay. But yeah. You look crazy. That's when crazy. You want to get in shape? So, <laughs> so what? What made you I'm change listening. up your your diet plan? Like I said, I was getting too skinny. I didn't like the way I was looking. Uh, uh, I was okay. getting to a okay. point where uh, there's a term that people like to use for your muscles where it's flat. F-L-A-T, where, you know, when you're trying to get a good pump and you're trying to get your muscle looking all big and, you know, you know, all swollen. Well, sometimes if you get too thin, it, it's it's not pumping up like it used to, you know, and that's how I was or feeling. Or some carbs like you said you do. And, oh, and I would. And, and that's when up. I knew something was wrong. That's because it wasn't working, you know. So, weird, uh, man. So but, how uh, long how long have you been doing the uh 16 what was it 16 8 you said yeah uh man it would probably go back about a year that i was doing oh, that so doing okay okay so hmm, i wonder if maybe you need to change it up like sooner than that like every six to six to eight months maybe well you know uh you can't i mean there's certain people who their personality, they like to be regimented like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where they like mm-hmm. to have it all planned out in advance of what they're going to do. And I am like that with certain things too. But I like to get into a comfort zone. And I'll, and I'll stick with something until it stops working. And then I'll change it. Right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, just okay. of that, I'm just of that old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. Now, mm-hmm. there's there's other people who are the opposite. Like I said, they will they have a regimented system of this is how I'm going to do it for this long. And then I'm going to do this and do that. And that, and that's fine. You know, once you find your system, as long as you're going to stick to it, I don't care what you're doing, stick to it. The, where people uh, fall off track is they won't stick to the plan that they had for themselves set out. And then they yeah. just quit. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, cause you, you don't notice changes because you're looking at yourself every day. Right. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, we had some family over, uh, this past weekend and I haven't seen some of them in over a year because of COVID. And uh, even my brother-in-law was like, wow, man, you've lost quite a bit of weight. And I was like, I did, you know, it was like, I knew I, I lost a couple of pounds, but I didn't right. really notice it. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, like he, that his compliment made me feel really good. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Like, of course it did. Yeah. I was like, wow, man. So, uh, you know, I'm now I'm, I'm going to tell you something to... crazy that just is going to sound great. Now, when I really started getting uh, hung up about it was people started telling me, man, Tom, you're getting, you're, you're looking so skinny. Now, of course, they're meaning it as a compliment, but to right, me, right. psychologically, I'm saying, you know, you what, you're right. You know, I'm losing so much muscle, and I'm looking like this, you know, twig, and you know, <laughs> so it's, it was further, you know, making me look in the mirror and say, "Man, dude, you got to change it. You got to do something different." 
Uh, it's funny that you say that. So I went and visited Carlos uh, over at Ugly Guppy. Uh, I think it was last week, last Friday, as a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, I was looking through his shop. I was going to pick up some shirts and I was looking through all the shirts. I really liked a couple of them that he had there. They were they were great. And I was like, oh, man, you don't have my size. He's like, I don't like he was puzzled, like, really? And, you know, he's like, well, what what size are you looking for? I was like, man, I, I always wear a large like I like to wear a large T-shirt. Uh-huh. He's like that's weird man he's like he's looking he's you know he's looking at me up and down he didn't say it but i could tell on his face he's like bro you don't wear a large like that's that's gonna look like a dress on you kind of a thing <laughs> and then he kind of chuckled to himself and he's like you know you and tom can switch maybe y'all need to switch because tom comes in here and he buys medium shirts and here you are, you're smaller than Tom, and you want to buy large. <laughs> and I wanted to tell him, I was like, bro, I've been husky my whole life. Like, I'm chubby. And so I like to hide it a little bit, and the large shirts helped me do that. But yeah, I was like, I told him, I was like, well, the the minute that that Tom gets home with that shirt, the, the sleeves come off. <laughs> Boom, they just fly off. So, I mean, yeah, you can wear a medium, and it looks great. Uh, cause you ain't got no sleeves, but I'm over here trying to hide the chub, man. That's all. That's all. But it's going to go away. I'm going to feel good this, this summer when, I, uh, when I'm at the pool and I take my go. shirt off, you uh, will. cause I'm going to have some bro glow shining. You hey, but you, uh, you're halfway there. Like I've told people, before, you've already got the before picture. Yep. You yep. could be in the fitness magazines, right? <laughs> you got the beautiful before picture. Oh, we just got to get that after picture. And we will. You got plenty of time. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what I've started doing now as a part of my daily regimen. Uh, so as as everyone that's listened knows, I go to martial arts twice a week. But I started doing the, uh, pre, the pre-workouts. Um, which are known as the mompogi. Um, it's it's Korean for uh, body conditioning exercises. So it's about 15, I'd say about a good 15 minutes of uh, breathing and uh, moving your muscles just so that everything's all nice and warmed up. And then I'll knock out, you know, 50 to 100 push-ups. I've got these little bars that I use to do push-ups. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I just went out and got myself a, uh, a two, two-and-a-half-pound weight. And I tied them to a rope, and I have a, a small, like a – I don't know, like a small uh, dial rod, and a I'll stick. You know, yeah, basically a stick. Why well, don't want it to make it, make it sound like I went out? You're trying to, to be like Shane. You're trying to be like Shane. <laughs> Just I went out stick. into the woods, got me a stick off the tree. But anyway, so I, I uh, twisted like you know, you're twisting a wrench, tying up that rope, making it go all the way up and down. Uh, to strengthen up my forearms and hopefully scare away whatever carpal tunnel might be living in my arms because uh, I'm a keyboard uh, keyboard samurai. Um, but yeah, you know, just trying to incorporate those things. And then I've also um, started running on Saturdays. And hopefully once, once all this time change stuff settles, I want to try to run at least a mile a day, if not a mile every other day. 
And, you know, if, if y'all have been following me on Twitter, y'all see all the posts that I've been throwing out there, the little the, the toys that I'm talking about right now and my runs that I've been doing on Saturdays. Uh, Saturday seems to be the only day I can wake up and I don't feel like I've been run over by a time truck because, man, I get up Monday through Friday and my eyes hurt. Um, I blame it on. You know, the shield, that new shield show oh, and the yeah. time change. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I had to wake up this morning at three to go to the gym. And I was like, like, man, I was angry, actually, this morning. I just did not want to get I was so mad at that phone for ringing. Oh, my God. That was terrible. But it's funny. You mentioned about the pictures you posted. I saw oh, the my. picture with the with the stick and the weights. And I'm like, because I had just given you uh we were talking about the golfing and I was like, this mm, guy's serious. Yeah. This guy's getting his forearm arms ready. Cause he wants to be cranking this golf ball That's against me. Up, man. I'm like, man, yes. I gotta get <laughs> this guy's <Yes>. serious. <laughs> I am. Uh, you know, I, as much as I want to, uh, put on my own, um, handles for the golf club, I think I'm going to take them to go get them done this time. And then when I'm not, when I'm not so anxious to get them done, I'm going to do them myself. But I went to Golf Galaxy um, the other day, and I held the uh, extra – so they have the slims, the medium, right. and then the the larger grip. Right, yep. And the larger grip felt comfortable to me. Did it? Okay. And I was like – you know, my hands aren't gigantic by any means. Right. Um, but I was like, man, this this feels pretty nice. So I was going to put, you know, maybe one or two of those grips on one of my not so often used clubs and then go with the medium grip that I always get on my other ones. But <laughs> I was uh, I went out to the driving range and like I noticed all the little markings that I have while, while I was like I watch Golf Channel and then I'd go out to the driving range and try these things out. And I'm like, OK, right. so, you know, I, I have to turn my club face in because I have a wicked slice. Uh, it's just all these little things. I've got Sharpie marks all over the place on my clothes. You know, I was, my thumb goes here, pinky goes there. I've got to have the dot facing the ball here. You know, all these little things that I'm gearing up for. But I can right. still hit the ball pretty well. That's awesome, uh, man. Yeah, I, I didn't, uh, didn't massacre there. Um, and I was able to hit pretty straight after, you know, maybe five or ten balls. I was, I was hitting them pretty good. Awesome. Um, as if I don't have enough on my plate. Uh, that's also <laughs> something that I would love to do is become a golf instructor. Mm. That's one thing, you know, when I've gotten with my friends and been able to help them and the the joy when you see their look on their face when they hit that ball and it comes off right. Oh, oh yeah. Man, you can't describe that. Well, the only way I can say it's like like hitting a home run when you when you hit it and you just feel it and you just know you don't even have to see it. You yeah. just know it's the sound, the feel. Oh man, it's it's a great feeling, man. It it's really, addictive. It really is. Oh man, uh, it is so addictive. I can remember. Uh, I started I started quote unquote golfing when I lived in San Antonio. One of my coworkers, 
uh, took me out to a driving range right there by our office. And I was like, ah, you know, it's, what is this? I'm not a, you know, I'm not an old man. I go golfing, whatever. And I didn't think Hispanic people golfed. You know, I had heard of Chichi Rodriguez and his little uh-huh. sword fighting. Um, but I was like, ah, this isn't for, this isn't for Mexicans. I ain't trying to go out there and you know, golf and whatever. Um, so I went out there with him, you know, just to, cause we were drinking, we had a couple beers out there, whatever. And he's like, yeah, man, here, give it a try. And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. And I was just, I was playing baseball with the golf club. Right. You know, I was trying to kill the ball. And this old man, he must've been, I'd say probably in his seventies, maybe 80s he looked you know he looked pretty old um and he was hammering that ball but he was doing it with such finesse right. you know he wasn't killing the ball he was just out there to have a great time and i was like i've got to be able to, i'm over here competing with that man now all of a sudden right. drop beer i was like all right i asked my buddy i was like hey teach me how to hit this ball because i'm gonna hit the ball like this old man over here right. he's like well Rule number one, don't try to murder the ball. Right. Uh, you know, just make make contact and you'll see it fly because the club does all the work for that's you. The, that's yeah. the whole key, yes. I'm glad you said it, yes. And once, you know, it, it, it wasn't that day. You know, I, I tried to go back to that same driving range to see if I could find that old man to ask him, like, hey, man, you know, how are you hitting the ball so well? Because he would, he would shift through, he would hit – three or four balls with each one of his clubs. Right. And yes. um, I guess as a treat to himself, he would hit a few more with his, with his, uh, with his woods. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, he's out there with his driver hitting five or 10 of them after he had gone on through the whole iron set. And I, so that's what I, 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 I will not go to the next one if I've got, you know, balls hooking or shanking or anything like that. They all have to go straight before I go to the next one. And then as a reward, I, I take out the driver and, you know, I'll go go to town a couple of times. But, yeah, so much fun. Um, so, so much fun. I love to get out there and golf. But, yes, that is exactly why I'm I'm cranking up my forearms. So that I can get a, a, a an even better golf swing out there. And one of the things, uh, important things you just said about you don't move into to the next club until you you get a good swing with the the one you were working on. And you can apply that to anything, working out, whatever. When you leave, when you left that ball to move to the next one, to the next club, you want it to leave with a good memory mm-hmm. of the last one. And that's mm-hmm. very important, especially in golf, because when you're standing at the golf ball for real out there on the golf course. And you pick up a, a nine iron, your memory is going to go back to the last time you swung that nine iron. And it's important that that memory you have of the last time you swung is a good memory. You The last thing you have is I hit it good with this club. And that's the same thing with working out with some type of exercise or anything that, you know, in life, really. It's crazy you know, that you whatever say you're that. doing, you know, whatever you're doing in life, whatever you're working on, you want to leave with a good memory. So when you pick it back up. You know, when you start again, you you go back and you have a good memory to fall back on. And so and the reason I say it's funny that you say that is because I realized that and this is I'm talking about work. I realized in my work life that 
whenever I read an email or a text message even from people, I hear it in the last tone of voice that I spoke to them in person in or uh-huh. over the phone. And that has helped me out so much because you can't read tone in a text message or an email. You, you just, for me at least, um, hearing that person whenever I'm reading their text message or email, hearing that person the last time I spoke to them is exactly how I read what right. they sent me. Um, and being able to know that that's not necessarily the tone that they're trying to project. Um, and man, that that has that has changed the course of my career exponentially, right. knowing that that uh, whenever you read something like that, there there isn't always a distinguishable tone behind the words. Right. Uh, so just, you know, uh, uh, a chunk of cheese for you out there, folks. Right. They're just words. They are, man. Holy moly. <laughs> Don't read so much into them all the time. Yeah. And it's just something that I do too. No, that's I, a great, over, yeah. I overanalyze things. We all do that. Yes, sometimes. we all do oh, that. Oh my to an goodness! Extent. Yeah, crazy, crazy. So as a treat for everybody, I know we've been rambling on about golf and prepping beach bodies and stuff like that. Our diets. Uh, Tom said he had a really funny story, so oh. I want him to share that with us now. Speaking of uh, getting bikini ready, I have a kind of like a bikini story, and it did happen around spring break time, as a matter of fact, uh, which our kids are having right now. Uh, I this was going back to the early two thousands, and I, back then I used to have this really nice truck. It was it had the four doors on it. It was what they call a crew cab. It was black, all leather interior, sunroof. I mean, this truck had everything right, and it was still pretty brand new. Well, it was a it was uh, during, I think it was a Sunday, and I had to go run an errand somewhere. And back then, I'm, I have three little boys. Well, they were little back then. And they always, of course, they wanted to go with dad whenever he's going to go somewhere and go just go for mm-hmm. a ride. Because they knew I was going to be blaring some music and, you know, just whatever. They enjoyed, you know, back then, they used to enjoy spending time with me. So uh, <laughs> we got in the truck, and we're driving, and we just so happened to go by this park. And it was one of these parks. It wasn't Memorial Park, but it was one of these parks where everybody would like to go, especially on Sundays, and go cruising through the park. So I said, you know what? You know, let's just go cruise through here. Just, you know, see what's going on. You know, the, the boys will be able to see people out there playing in the park. And and it's one of those parks where, you know, all these families are all gathered. They're barbecuing, playing volleyball, uh, throwing the Frisbee or like Shane playing <laughs> playing Frisbee golf or, or whatever they do. I don't know. But, you know, there's girls everywhere, of course. And it's bumper to bumper. I mean, you're barely moving at a walking pace in your vehicle as you're going through. So we're going through real slow. And like I said, I had the music, you know, it was bumping, you know, I had this some reggaeton. Uh, I still remember the song that was playing. So we're there. Um, we got the windows down, sunroof open, driving through real slow. You there? <laughs> you there? You there, Frank? Sorry. I'm here. Can you hear me okay? I got okay. you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So we're going through the park, you know, and we're cruising. You there? You got me now? You got me? Yes. Okay. There we go. So we're cruising through there, you know, of course, my 
my sons, you know, they're looking, seeing what's going on. Well, as we're driving through really slow, there's this group of girls. There's about four or five girls. They got on these little bikinis and they're walking and as a, you know, just to show off to my sons, right? Because they're looking around, you know, they're trying to act like they're not looking, but they're looking. And uh, we pull up next to them. I said, hey, where y'all headed? And, you know, they go, oh, we're just going over there, you know, to the other side of the park. But it's hot. You know, they're all, you know, like I said, they're in little bikinis. They're sweating. I said, well, y'all want to ride? And my sons, you know, they look all startled. You know, they're all shocked. And they're like, yeah. So I said, well, get in the back. So the girls, there's about four or five of these girls. They all jump in the back of my truck. Whoa. So now we're feeling good. right? I crank that music even louder. And it's some reggaeton song. And it's boom, boom, boom. So they <laughs> being you know young girls they go, what do they do they start dancing you know they're dancing in the back of the truck shaking their butt shaking their boobs hair's going everywhere <laughs> my sons are looking like you know you know they're enjoying it they're trying to act like they're not enjoying it though but they are enjoying it and i told one of my sons i said hey stand right here right there in the middle console right so he stands on the console and he's standing up through the sunroof i said hey boy wave at that girl man so he's there and he's waving and you know they wave back and you know, they're blowing him little kisses and stuff you know playing along you know we're all just having a good time it, it was an innocent fun right so we're getting there well finally we get to the end of the park where they wanted to go and you know they hop off thank you whatever you know it was a bye okay you know my sons you know they're all smiling whatever i go and do my uh chores for whatever we were going to i forgot where we we're going to go go to the store or something and you know it's all well and good you know i'm thinking they're little boys they're going to forget about what happened i was wrong a couple of weeks later, we're all as a family, we're sitting there in the den and we're uh, we're all watching TV together. We're just chilling. And I'm going with the remote control, flipping through the channels. All of a sudden, out of the blue, my son, he jumped off of the couch. and He runs to the TV. And back then we had, uh, you know, the big screen TVs back then that we didn't have flat screens. We had like it was like a big box. Right. You oh, know, my goodness. you know what I'm talking yeah. about? So he yeah, goes, yeah, he yeah. stands in front of the TV. <laughs> he says, Dad, go back. I'm like, what? He said, go back. So I start clicking back, you know, through the channels. And I'm like, and he goes, no, go, go, go. And I keep going. I'm going. I'm going really fast. He goes, no, 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 you passed. So I went back. And by then, you know, my wife, you know, she's sitting there too. She's like looking like curious, like what's going on? Well, it's a video channel. And oh. like this song is playing and it's bumping, it's going. And oh, I can see he's like no. looking at this song. And I can see like the little wheels spinning in his head. And I'm like, wondering what's going on with this dude, right? Like, does he like this song? Like, what is he got? And I'll say, he told me, Dad, that's that song. I'm like, what song? What, what are you talking about? He said, that song. I said, what? What? I don't, what are you talking about? That song when we picked up all those girls at the park and they were shaking their butts. Oh, <laughs> and of course, my other sons, now they chimed in because mm. now they remember. Oh, dad, I remember. Mm. Dad, you remember? They're like, oh, my dad, you remember? That was so much fun. And my wife was just looking at me like, what? And, you know, of course, I was about, you know, I was ready to say, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But, you know, what's all the, the sons jumped in? I'm just sitting there. I just look at my and I just. <laughs> I just busted out laughing. You know, what else could I do? You know, I just yeah. busted out. I said, yeah, I remember. That's a good song. <laughs> and, of course, they were all proud of themselves. You know, they remembered. You know, they weren't trying to bust me, even though they did. You know, of course, we had to talk later about how you keep your mouth shut. You know, that's what they <laughs> The next day when mom wasn't there, then we had a lesson about you keep your mouth shut. You don't say things. <laughs> Our secret, you know, what happens, you know. What happens in the truck stays in the truck. Don't be, you know, running your mouth and telling mom the next day. So, oh but yeah, man, uh, that's the girls in the bikinis uh, story.
I thought you were going to tell the story of maybe how you were at that HB where that lady wore her like 10 face masks. She made a bikini out of like 10 face masks <laughs> and tried to walk the HB or something. <laughs> like that's where I that's where I thought this was going. Like no, you got no. called on to somebody, you know, smacked her with a shoe or something for being indecent. Um, but it's you're picking up you're picking up booty shakers in your truck. Camping <laughs> out to reggaeton. Tom, Tom, Tom. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. People, people probably think I'd kidnap them. Me trying to offer them a ride. But well, like I said, that was a long time ago. I still had black hair back then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't white like it is now. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. All right. So that about wraps it up for us tonight. I uh, hope you enjoyed hanging out with us. Don't forget to keep an eye out for right. Tom's new nickname. As he said earlier, we're going to have a bracket breakdown we're gonna be uh posting a couple of names every day let them duke it out hopefully y'all um chime in on twitter and pick the name that you like the best once that one wins it goes on to the next round and we'll continue going down the bracket and the winner will receive this awesome hoodie in are we are we allowing them to pick their color that they want for this or is it a sure no is we it can a do that. Specific color? we can do that sure okay i know that we've gone into all the finite details but you know if, if you have a favorite color we'll make sure that you get that uh that hoodie in that color we're also going to be printing out some more stickers i finally ran out i uh, handed my last one out today um, and you know, they're, they'll keep going. And just as a, a, a note of gratitude to everyone, we have officially hit 700 downloads for 30 days. Awesome. So for the, over the last 30 days, we have hit 700 downloads and the numbers and we need 30 down or about 33 downloads a day to hit a thousand downloads a month that is my new goal is i want to see if we can hit a thousand downloads a month and man that will be so so exciting and you know that that will definitely let us know even though we're doing this for fun it will definitely let us know that people like to listen to what we're talking right. about uh you're you're getting something out of this because as as therapeutic as it is, as this is for me, just being able to talk to Tom and you know give out information that we that we go through that we talk about, those downloads tell us, hey, somebody's listening to this, right. somebody's enjoying this, um, and and leaving a review would be, I mean, so much more um, than we could ask of you because you know putting in reviews for something it's it's there forever what your words are leave a lasting impression to somebody that may or may not want to check out the show so you know if if you have time that would be fantastic you know leave All a right. review even if it's like hey i don't like you you know your your show is not very good 
I mean, throw it out there, you know, that'll help us get better. We can tweak something. We can, you know, change a few things here because we're always evolving, always evolving. So you're saying if I, I said that about you, Frank, you wouldn't be that offended about it? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, you know, because I'm sure I would dwell on it for a minute. But then I'd be like, hey, you know what? Let me log um, in right now. I got a bone to pick. <laughs> <laughs> But no, everything you're saying, you know what, you know, people talk about some of the things we say motivate them. Well, when they say, if they make any kind of comment that lets us know they listen, man, that I know for me, that's motivating to me. Um, It gives you almost like a little sense of purpose that, hey, man, there is somebody out there listening to what we have to say. And maybe we entertained them. Maybe they they learned something. Somehow we helped them with something. So, yes, man, because. It's not easy to always get on here and try to be in a good mood and be upbeat and, and ready to go. But when you know somebody's listening and, and somebody's trying to get something out of it, man, for me, I'm just speaking for myself, it is it's super motivating, actually. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. Um, keeping, you know, part of the show is keeping a positive mindset. <clears throat> um, how can we how can we continue to put that out every day if we're not trying to do it ourselves? So, right. yes, there are there are crappy days out there. Oh, my goodness. Trust me. There are those days. Don't want to do anything. You, you feel like you can't do anything. But uh, we try to be as professional as possible. This is something that we love to do. I definitely love to do it. Um, countless hours spent behind the keyboard editing and uh, releasing these things out to the wild, hoping that you like them, hoping that you're getting something out of them like we're talking about. And, you know, it, it's a labor of love. It really it is. is. It really is. Um, yes. So, you know, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. And once again, check out the the contest. Don't forget to donate. Uh, a right. couple of bucks to Carlos too. Um, I haven't checked. I know last week we were at twenty shirts. We're twenty Man, shirts away from hitting our thousand dollar mark. And that's so doable. Twenty shirts. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Let us know. We'll get those shirts out to you, no matter where you are. Uh, we'll, we'll get them out. We want to get those things out. We want to help Carlos. We want to make it make it awesome uh, for the folks that are going to be receiving these funds. Uh, so they can, you know, put it where where it matters, get it where it counts. You know, five bucks, ten bucks, fifteen bucks gets you a shirt. Uh, five bucks will get you a couple stickers. You know, let us know. We'll we'll throw them out there to you. It, it's good times for a good cause. Um, and you know, we're just a couple of guys trying to do good things. Right. And it's like you know, when you go into, I've got on a shirt now from when I donated blood. It makes you feel like, man, I did something. You know, I actually helped somebody. And that's how you'll feel when you put on that shirt. It, you know, it sounds, you know, it's so easy to say, but it's true. Every time you put on that shirt, you'll be reminded of, hey, man, I actually stood up and I did something. And I tried to help somebody out. For sure. For sure. Um, so once again, thank you so much. Leave us a comment. If you like what you hear, you know, throw us a throw us a recommendation out there. Put some comments. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your abuelita. Suggestions of what you'd like us to talk about. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight, and we'll talk to you later. Everybody stay sharp. And I'll say peace for Gristle, because I know how you look. Peace. (laughs) Peace.